All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Personal Stylist Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am your host. So first of all, I hope you guys are having an awesome, I hope you all are having an awesome, awesome day. It is a Saturday afternoon. I'm sitting here recording a few episodes back to back and we've got blue skies, we've got crisp fall air, and it is wonderful. So as most of you know, if you are a loyal listener, then we have had a bit of a rebrand, especially over on our Instagram, which is the Profitable Stylist used to be the Personal Stylist Network. And the impetus behind that is to bring content to speak to our ideal client, our ideal customer, which is new, aspiring, and struggling personal stylists who want to go from overworked to profitably booked, right? The content is focused around the three pillars that make up the Profitable Stylist Framework. You don't know what I'm talking about. You're like, what framework? What pillars? This is new to me. Then I would encourage you to go listen to episode 37. That is where I introduce the framework. And depending on when you listen to this, there is going to be a post on Instagram that is an awesome visual. It's a Venn diagram. So you can really clearly see each of the framework broken out and how that ties into identities, which is what we're talking about today. We are going to talk about which personal stylist are you? So when we're talking about the framework, there are the three pillars, mindset, signature service, and systems and processes. Now, if you can remember a Venn diagram in your head, that's got three circles, right? One on top, one on kind of the bottom right, one on the bottom left, and they all overlap. So in the middle, you have all three of them overlap. That is the profitable stylist identity, which we're going to talk about. That's where you want to be. But if you have two circles, they have the one area that overlaps. And that is the identity that happens when you don't have the third pillar. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. In future episodes, we are going to go deep into each of the three frameworks. We're going to go deeper into each of the identities. But these two episodes, episode 37 and 38, are designed to give you an overview so you can kind of grasp what we're talking about. So Let's dive in, right? Let's talk about these identities. I have four of them. So identity number one, the overbooked stylist. This is you if you are working way too hard for too little money and you don't really see out of this job that you've basically created for yourself. You are pushing these a la carte services and you're selling them. You're selling a bunch of closet cleanses. You're selling shopping, but you're not really seeing repeat clients and you're not getting the money that you want, right? And that's the big piece is that you are just working so, so much here. You're overbooked. And this is the identity that you have. If you, you can have a great mindset and you can have some, some systems, but if you don't have a signature service, you're going to be overbooked because you're just working with those small clients who are booking one service at a time. They're not really repeating and you're not making as much money as you should be making on your services. And your clients are not getting the transformation that they need and that they want from you. And that's not why they're coming back. And that's because you're missing a signature service. The signature service is pillar number two in the framework. And if you go to episode 37, 
that the episode we're on? Then I give you an overview of what that pillar is like. All right, let's talk about the identity of a struggling and stressed stylist. So this is you if you're great at what you do, but you're really not, your business is chaotic, right? You're running all over the time, all over. You think you just need to go back to a nine to five. You're not still booking these repeat clients again, and you're not really making enough money to work. So this is you if you've got a signature service and you're into personal growth, but you're flying by the seat of those tailored trousers and there's no streamlined process in place, right? I actually tend to see this a lot, definitely with new stylists and also some stylists that have been around the block for a while, right? Like they're a successful stylist, but there's no true streamlined process of automation, delegation, or outsourcing in their business. So they are just stressed and struggling because they can't seem to make it work, right? So that is our second identity. And that comes when you have a signature service, you're into mindset, but you're missing the systems and processes, which is pillar number three. All right, so let's talk about this identity of a hustle stylist. So this is you if you're on Insta, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, Vine, TikTok. Wait, is Vine still a thing? I don't think so, but I think you get the point. It doesn't matter. You're on it, right? You're on all the social media. You're doing all the things. You'll sleep when you're dead because you are building your business, baby. So let's go. So how do you know if you're a hustle stylist? This might be you if you have a signature service and you've got processes in place because you are churning things out, but you don't have the mindset that you need to be the CEO in your business. You are a hustle stylist. You are going to get by on your blood, sweat, and tears. And then you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get burnt out if you are all of these things. If you are having two of the three framework pieces, and possibly even if you have three, but you don't have the full pillar, right? So in future episodes, I'm going to break down what each of these pillars entails And you got to have all of them. They have to be working in conjunction. So let's talk about the identity of a profitable stylist. So a profitable stylist is someone who has the deep mindset, the identity, the vision of themselves as the CEO of their business, not as the employee of their business. There's someone who has a signature service and a signature service is actually made up of three components. It is time-based, tiered and transformative. And they also have systems and processes in place. And these are delegation, these are automation, and these are outsourcing. When you have each of these pillars in your business, then you are on your way to being the profitable stylist, right? You are meditating. You are being the CEO stylist that you need to be. You run a really tight ship and you don't ruin your process or your boundaries. You don't go around that for any amount of money. And your styling process, your signature service is on auto. Someone can book and pay from your website. You can send them a link and they can pay. You've got manuals, you've got checklists, you've got processes. You are not using your brain power to think about each new email. You have templates integrated into your business. And your calendar is full with the right amount of clients for you. And you also have time to do everything else you loved. So you're booked but you're profitably booked. That is way better than being overbooked when you're stressed, 
you're struggling, you're hustling, you're chaotic, and you think that it's time to just quit and give this all up because you're not set up for it. And I want to encourage you that you are definitely set up to be a profitable stylist, that you can do it. You can do it with support. You can do it with implementing these processes and you can do it by not giving up. One of the things I will always encourage every single client when they come to me and they might be struggling with their business, they want to quit, they're burnt out, they have a full-time job and they do this on the side, is I always ask them and I say, is there another job that you would rather be doing right now? Is there another industry that you'd rather be working in? Do you want to keep styling? I'm never going to tell you to keep going at the detriment of everything else. And I'm never going to tell you to stop either because I cannot answer those questions for you. Only you can answer and dig deep down and say, okay, I want to push past the struggle I'm currently facing because I feel in myself that being a personal stylist is a yes. And that can change at any point in time. And this is where that pillar one, the mindset really comes in because you can know when you need to keep going or when you need to stop or when you need to pivot. I love a pivot. <laughs> That's definitely for a future episode because I pivot all the time and it's not giving up and it's not quitting, but it's treating your business like an experiment, which is something that I have talked on the Instagram, the old Instagrams about recently because I believe it, right? So if you are up for it, I would love if you could leave me a comment or a DM or find me on social media and let me know which identity you are really feeling is you. Did any of these hit home? You're like, dang, I am a hustle stylist. I'm just doing all of the things all the time and it's not sustainable and I know it and I need to get some systems and processes in place or I need to get my mindset in place, right? I need to get my signature service in place. I need to get all of these things in place. What is holding on to that identity doing for you? What would your business and life be like if you could shift your identity to that of a profitable stylist? What would that feel like? What would you then start doing? We talked about this in the last episode is that a lot of us have things backwards. We think that we need to be successful. We need to have the thing to then be able to do what we want to do, to then be that successful person. And in fact, we need to do it opposite. We need to be that person in our minds. And then we need to do the things that that person would do. And then by virtue and nature of that, we'll have the thing that we want, but it comes naturally because we switch that paradigm. And that's why when I say mindset is so important, there's a completely different mindset that comes into personal growth and development when you run a business. It is not just affirmations and journaling. Those things are awesome. And I'd actually love for you to journal on these questions about what is holding on to the identity of a struggling and stressed stylist doing for you. Because when we hold on to these identities, it is because it's doing something for us, right? It's maybe giving us an excuse or it's letting us feel okay about not make, moving forward in our business or it's somehow affirming us. So even these negative identities are doing something positive for our old self, for our ego. Journaling on what would your business be like if you could shift your identity and no longer decide to be a hustle stylist. Early on in my career, I picked up the identity of a scrappy entrepreneur who would always have enough to get by. But that identity, it allowed me to survive, but it wasn't allowing me to thrive. 
And so my personal work and my mindset work over the past two months, I realized that I had that identity and it, it served me very well to get me to this point because I needed to survive the early years of entrepreneurship, right? I needed to <laughs> have the identity of someone who was always going to make it. I'm going to be scrappy. I'm going to hustle. But now the identity that I need to be, the identity that I need to have is that of a successful six, seven figure CEO. And I need to transform myself into the identity of someone who has enough to survive. Not only that, but who is thriving. And so this is work that is always ongoing and you have to be very willing and vulnerable to take a look inside yourself and say, wow, that's where I am. I really have had this identity and get curious about why journal on why and figure out what needs to shift so that you can go into that next stage in your journey. And it's a series of small steps over and over again. So again, contact me, let me know which one of these identities is feeling like you and what can you do to make the switch into the profitable Silas identity. The next couple months, I'm rolling out episodes all through November and December. There's no breaks for holidays <laughs> so that you have something to listen to. You have something to think about. And also just because I batch episodes, so it's not going to take, you know, me and my assistant um, having to do it of the week of. It can be done ahead of time. And over the next couple months, we are going to be talking about deeper into the pillars of the framework and deeper into these identities. And I want you to listen to them now because we're ending 2020. We're about to go into 2021. So it's a new year. You're going to have new clients. You're going to be excited. You know, you're going to want to have a fresh start for the new year. And so I really want you to make 2021 your year of transformation and implementing these frameworks, these pillars, and honing in on your identity as a profitable personal stylist. So 2021 is our year and I'm here to take you through it. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Personal Stylist Podcast. Um, if you haven't heard, I have an awesome new freebie out. If you need to know the five things that you need to have to be a personal stylist, you can find that via the link in my Instagram bio. Um, you may have seen it on an ad around the internet or on Facebook, but go ahead and grab that PDF. It's a free 10 page guide that is going to lay out five of the things that I think are non-negotiables that you have to have if you are going to be a personal stylist. So grab that, let me know what you think, and I will see you next week on the podcast. Bye y'all.